Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining the phone, I have Vance the Liar. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> that, is, that was supposed to be off the air talk. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I'm here. I'm here driving, and that's what this lie is all about. You didn't run off the road right there, did you? No, I wouldn't let him get to me that. that you you know what happened the last time you drove? You hit a tree. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That, I mean, that's true. I had a guy uh, call me today, and he said, "I don't ever want to drive with you." I said, "Why?" He said, "I listen to the podcast." Did you really hit a tree? The no, tree, a tree hit... fell on me. It was an act of God. Oh, thing came out of the sky, raining hellfire on my truck. <laughs> <laughs> you better go to church. It's still on. It's still not in my driveway. <laughs> Dale, this happened. No this happened the first week of deer season. <laughs> oh, good God! Timing's everything. Timing's everything. What a month and a half now. No. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I made the claim on December 1st. Mm. Holy crap, two months. I mean, how you really haven't had that truck that much. No, I've, and it's been in the shop a lot. You know, the deer ran out. Of, the deer, I didn't hit the deer. The deer ran into, like, the passenger door. And, yeah, like, no. you know. The, I'm noticing freaking, a trend. Of everything's hitting you, but you're not hitting yeah, it. You better, you better it, trade it, that thing in. But it's happening. It's happening the same time of year. Like I'll get done with musky fishing and then I'll unhook the boat and I go to hunt. Last year, a deer came out and smashed me. And then this year, literally a tree fell right on top of my head. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, it was unbelievable. And, and the truck's gone. I have no idea where it is. It, it should have been done. <laughs> but the, this, I'm just telling you the, the the county never proves me wrong. It has never proved me wrong. The best customer service in the county of Erie, mm-hmm. and we're in the county of Erie, correct? In, in Edinburgh, you, yes? Edinburgh is, but I am not. I do not live in the county of Erie. Damn, I was going to say we're the only good people with customer service. <laughs> but <laughs> it never disappoints. It's still not there. Mm. I, I How old's the truck? On that just a year. I should touch base oh. on it real quick, though. I went to pick the truck up, and there was so much damage remaining to it that I had to, you know, essentially uh, send it back in and say, you, you guys didn't do the work. Then there was a case opened up on it, like, uh, you know, State Farm, my insurance for the cars, they, they said, like, well, you know, we got to come out now and see this and send them an adjuster. And they made me feel like I was like trying to get previous damage done when clearly like this tree, there's still leaves it a, in it. I mean, it was, it was just like all tree mark. I'm a, they were like, well, you said it happened most, mostly on the driver's side. I was like, it happened on the entire car. Yeah. Didn't you look at it? I was like, yeah, I was like, it happened on the entire car and they didn't fix the passenger side. I was like, look at this. It was like, it starts at the bumper to the fender, to the passenger door, to the rear passenger door and carries on the entire way. I was like, what, how is that? 
it was a mirror image to what happened on the other side. It just insane, just normal, you know, life stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if things could be a lot worse. I said that, you know, I, I, a lot like horrible things could have happened in that accident. That's right. Um, you know, and, and it's a blessing that, that I'm still alive. Um, but, uh, you know, we can laugh about it later. I always am in the brunt of the joke on this show with like bad shit happening. Uh, <laughs> too. It, but it wasn't I'm, for bad luck. You'd have no luck at all. That's what, right. that's what it's about. That's what it's about. But oh, so I've, that's, been, uh, I've been there. I'll have a truck eventually with a boat back on it. You don't even have a boat right now. I don't. I always say I do a lot better on water than land because it's just like just a shit storm happens when the season's over. Well, you're screwed right now because you don't have a boat. I don't have a boat. I don't have a truck. But I am a pretend musky guide. (laughs) <laughs> you could have got off the bank this year <laughs> you're gonna fit right in well, absolutely i'm gonna fit right in i heard that so that was very mm-hmm. nice very well you, played. You, and I, you and i could fish together because i don't have a boat either <laughs> we could you know what we could uh we could open up bank yanking That's muddy right. creek charter we saw that i mean we, we saw that andy's uh boat from what three boats ago andy or two boats ago oh my gosh no that was that was just the previous boat the old the old oh, 681 fine. my okay, first yeah, ranger for sale for sale down at vix there you go i'll be there so i'm gonna talk a little about that i mean i don't have a lot because i don't but i sold the boat to a guy i believe over in the cleveland area i don't know two years ago two and a half years ago something like that when it left i'm like this thing is in perfect like for, for its age, it was in perfect shape. It was a 94. It had the normal, you know, scrapes and whatever in it, but I, I kept it nice. The motor was nice. It, it was, you'd crank, you know, an old, in the V4, 115, two strokes. I'm sure, Dale, mm-hmm. you, you remember them. And oh, yeah. The sweet yeah. smell that they produce in the morning. And <laughs> I mean, it, would, it, would, it wouldn't crank, you know, three to five seconds from a, you know, cold, you know, after you drive it and put it in the, in the water. And it would fire up. I had that thing perfect. And so who was it that said? Someone said, hey, your your boat's at Vicks. I'm like, what? And I ended up like looking. That was me. Yeah. That was you. Yes, that was you. And um, I start looking. I'm like, holy crap, there it is. And it looks like the hull looks to me like it's kind of chalky, left in the sun. You know, I'm like, oh. And I'm like, wait, that's not even my motor. It has a 90 mm-hmm. horse on it instead of a 115. And then then my mind starts going. I'm like, well, that was my baby. I mean, it was Aww. it was nice. And I'm like, where did the motor blow up? Did they take it and put it on something else? Did mm-hmm. they leave this in the weeds? And it made me it made me sad. But yeah, oh, that's sickening because you, you take care of stuff. You have to. Yeah, you have to. That's right. Yeah, I learned that from you, Dale. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's true. Those Project X, uh, you know, the way that I would say that the way that Andy and Dale take care of their equipment is pretty much polar opposite of what Todd and I do. <laughs> I don't know. Your, your guy's stuff always looks pretty damn good for as much as you're using it. I mean, we keep a distance. <laughs> it does not as scratched up when you look from afar. Yeah, yeah. good from far, but, but far know, from good. Andy has Andy has all his rod holders like wrapped, uh, all his reels wrapped. 
nice. when I when I picked up your uh, Dale's Project X's, they mm. were in you know something that could have been like a prop bomb in a movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you set the suitcase down and people are like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get pulled over with them in your vehicle, did you? I was, ve- I was very, very worried about that. <laughs> what's in a box? Yeah, what's in there? <laughs> it's, it's an X. They'd never believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's equipment. Everybody's made fun of me for a long time, but I just like stuff to stay nice. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. don't let them bother you while their stuff is, you know, just going to crap. You still yeah. got nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, we didn't even get past Vance the liar, nah. which is a no. which is a joke. Yeah. And I, well, I guess the, that liar thing you messed everything up. <laughs> yeah, I did. Right, Vance. Yeah, he did. He took us completely off course, off unprofessionally. <laughs> well, I, I think that it, it it turned out to be very entertaining. But I'm going to at least tell people why I said the liar because we had a good laugh prior to this. Uh, when we were getting everyone on this conference call, uh, I heard like what sounded to be like standard door chimes or something in a car, or you know maybe your seatbelt isn't buckled. Warnings. And I'm like, Vance, are you driving? You're like, no. And then Dale's like, Van, Vance, it sounds like you're driving. Yeah, I am. That, that, like, literally. Yeah, he said, hey, Vance, how you doing? I said, oh, I'm doing good, just driving. <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> so I wanted to bring that up because we had a good laugh about it. So, But remember what he said, Andy. He could lie to you, but he can't lie to me. I know. That's very true. So it makes me question everything. So he should. I'll be calling Dale. Hey, Dale. Yeah. Did he tell you anything about this? <laughs> Can't lie to your elders. I'm going to play the fifth. I'm yeah, right true. Now. Thank you, Todd. Yes, I still, in this day and age, uh, I have great respect for, for the elders, the people above me. In old wise people years. like me and Todd. I don't the quite understand ones. that because I'm older than you. you Not by much. Not by much. Uh-huh. It's still a number that isn't going to change. <laughs> well, eventually it will, but that's not good there. <laughs> yeah, it will. It, it yeah. depends on who who's first. If who, it's going to get narrower or bigger. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> get through yeah. these god awful plugs. Well, we haven't even started the plugs, and we got Todd on the phone. Hi, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. What's up, homies? <laughs> and we we got the legendary Todd transitioning well into 2021. <laughs> That's right. He's he's throwing the West Side s- symbol right Shoot now. Shoot him in the leg. Shoot him in the leg. <laughs> wow. And we, oh, we, got... we're here again. <laughs> we have the legendary Dale Wiley. If you guys haven't figured that out, eleven minutes into this one. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. But I don't. I don't deserve legendary. <laughs> I think you do. I, uh, I. I'm pretty sure that that's part of like the logo or something, isn't it? No, not mine. <laughs> I'm just somebody likes the musky fish. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we got Dale the bum, I guess, if that's what he wants. There to you be. go. There, there we go. <laughs> I feel. I don't have to stand up that high now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, this podcast brought to you by Fat Easy Musky Products. FatEasyMusky.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the baits, uh, we're 
we're in the process. We're going to be having some finished here soon. Most of them are going to be going to online retailers, which is Team Rhino Outdoors and Muskie Tackle Online. And the rod holders are up and going strong like usual. If you haven't been on Facebook, uh, I released a little video here, I don't know, five days ago, um, of our new quick attach rail mount, which is really cool. Uh, oh, it's insane, man. I see yeah. it today. Unbelievable. Yeah, Vance um, really liked the video. Um, yeah. what was, I can't wait to see that. A- ASMR or whatever, was that what like you associated with, Vance? Those, what did I say? How you just said you could sit there and watch it all night. Oh, it, it was like it's one of those satisfying things. Right, right. Well, like, uh, you know, like a white noise or like a hot knife through butter or like satisfying in the way that I like to power wash things. Um, <laughs> like just something weird like that. I could watch the things slip into place with these oh, yeah. over and over again. And I was like. And I like when Andy showed it to me, usually when he posts something, he's like, you know, do I sound stupid? And of course the answer is yes. But I so, say, well, no, hold on, stop. I he lie. says no. <laughs> I lie. And then, uh, so he just po- posts it up because essentially, you, you know, you do your best work on your first shot. But I was like, so like captivated by it. I was like, and just make sure you take another little video of it. And this was like through my personal stuff, like of you just slipping it back in and taking what? it out one more time. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. That did here. not sound yes, good. And, like, did I you was... know what you just said? <laughs> yes. That, that was, like, I didn't think you like picked up on it. Like, I was, when it came out, I was like, when I hit send on the text, I was like, Jesus, it doesn't sound right, you know? <laughs> this is went horribly wrong. Let's, oh, just, it, let's it, just scrap this one. Oh, it was bad, but I'm telling you, man, this thing is it's satisfying. And nothing, what? nothing sexual with it. <laughs> nothing sexual at all. And it doesn't sound like it or anything. No. It's, look, when you see it, it's, it's that nice of a product. I yeah. like to, it's God. it's it's that nice of a product. All mm. sex stuff aside, that <laughs> okay. never happened. Um, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful <laughs> product. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh God! All right, oh, dude, let's roll. Well, let's go. Yeah, it's it's all good. Okay, Muddy Creek. How are you feeling? Yeah, Muddy Creek Fishing Guide. Get a hold of us. We'll get out there and get you on some fish. We're going to be fishing uh, Pennsylvania, April, May, and then we're going to be up to Chautauqua from last Saturday in May through November. That's all I can say. I'm good. Come fish with us. Uh, You'll be fishing out of Ranger Boats. Uh, big shout out to them for sponsoring the show in Muddy Creek. Get all your Ranger boat needs at Vic Sports Center. Todd and I were just up there the last couple of weeks. We did a couple of seminars, uh, hopped in their boats, saw what was new for 2021. And, you know, seems like they're what's new for that. You know, they're just kind of perfecting that 622. A lot of that's taking off. That's their number one seller up there. Um, they have multiple uh rigs like that up there so um you know cure the winter blues get up there uh hop in some boats they have starcrafts star welds tritons um 
used inventories as we talked. We saw Andy's old boat in there. Um, and uh, just have some fun, you know. They're good people, and uh, they're fishermen that set up boats. Shout out to St. Croix Rods, uh, best rods on earth. Uh, mostly made in the USA. Ours stood the test of time again for a very long and rigorous guide season. Um, I think that you should give them a fair shake if you're in the market uh, for rods. I know Dale trolls with legend tournaments, I believe. Yep. Uh, yep. The, the beautiful blues. Um, so uh, that's our casting rods. Um, you know, so you can put that. And I would say that, you know, trolling at some points puts a little bit more, at least the, the style of fishing that we're doing over here. Um, it's not so much big rubber oriented. I would say that that trolling probably puts more wear on a rod than our casting scenario in this kind of northeastern region. Um, so they stand the test of time for Dale and uh, even even in the trolling uh, market. So give them a fair, fair shake and uh, you won't be disappointed. All right. I got a question for Dale, but I first need to okay. make this announcement. So uh, – Chapter 64 of Muskies, Inc., which is the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, is holding a tournament May 15th and 16th, and that is going to be at Raystown Lake. It'll be for Muskies, Inc. members only. You got to be a member because that's what only stands for. So, and I'm reading from this. I'm reading from some things. Um, They're going to be getting lure donations and... With those lure donations, they will have raffles and prizes, and all the money generated towards uh, will be going towards the Pennsylvania Muskie Minnow Fund, which is, as if you want to put a name to the to the thing, is Jared, Jared Sayers. So Jared's going to be able to get muskies with the money donated from the raffles and um, pretty much anything that's donated. So um, members only. I'm going to get more information as we go, but I want to put that out there. Mark your calendars, May 15th and 16th, Racetown Lake. That's in Pennsylvania. So, all right, Dale. Yes, sir. What made you... Wait, do you want to say anything about Wiley Lures first? Uh, I worked on them all day today. <laughs> all right. <laughs> is, is, the, is the like little website shop open right now, or how's that... Uh, what's that, going on? Muskie Thrills, you can, you can order them on Muskie Thrills. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually just took some up to O'Donnell's sports shop up on Route 19. So he's, he's starting to get the stock in. It'll probably be a few more months before he gets a big stock in. But uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Jackson Lore still carries them. Uh, like I say, we're, we're doing the best we can. We just can't make too many of them. That's the problem. So, well, those are your outlets. Musky Thrills. Yeah, basically. Jackson yep. Lures and mm-hmm. O'Donnell's Sports Show. O'Donnell's. Yep. Yep. Perfect. All right. The question I had, what, mm-hmm. talking about those Legend Tournament rods, what made yep. you want to get those Legend Tournaments for your trolling setups? Well, I know a lot of people, they, you know, they're the against graphite for, for trolling, uh, I was always where I wanted to see every bit of action that I could see on a rod, you know, as I was trolling. And I also didn't like how far back a, a regular graphite or a regular uh, 
fiberglass rod pulls back. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're actually almost starting to unload while you're trolling. And you can't, none of the ones I've ever used, can you see the action like you can on a good uh, graphite rod. Mm-hmm. So that's what pushed me to using graphite. And, you know, we, we started a long time ago, and then there was, you know, additives to the rods and everything. But I, I always wanted to have the, the one that showed me the most action. And also that had the bend right out on the tip so that when the, when the fish hit, the, the backbone of the rod would help set the hook. Now, that was my theory. A lot of people were totally against that, and they said that, you know, got to use fiberglass because they won't break. Well, I've never trolled and broke a rod in my life. Yeah, I was going to ask how many times you break one. Yeah, no, I, I have broken casting, and, and mm-hmm. you know, it was probably me smacking it off the side of the boat or something you know what i mean and put a nick on it any rod will break and especially you guys know especially chautauqua with them floating islands and you know some of them are just under the surface you never see them if you've got a down rod i don't care if it's made out of metal something bad's gonna happen you know because of the weight of those gobs you're running into any rod could break and i mean i've used a lot of different brands of rods i just i just always like you know what what the st croix did as far as action wise and hold up wise you know they've always held up very well so that's the main reason i could see a five and a half on that nine foot rod out the side i can see that tip just wiggling like crazy and i know if it's got a little weed on it or you know a leaf or whatever and uh hell's fire i i can put them down in the water and see the handle wiggling mm-hmm. and know know that it's still working good where i can't do that with a glass rod there's yeah. no way, you know. So that's why I went that route. And like I said, I, I can never recall breaking a rod trolling. And, I mean, if, if you have the drag set too tight, you could break a rod in any factor, yeah. you know. So Well, they're muskies. You got you have to drive yeah, that right. hook home, you know. They're sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it down with a pair of pliers, that drag. I tell you. <laughs> Dang right. That's, uh, that's interesting you say that. And, and I can relate, like, when I was younger – I think like St. Croix had like the three tiers we always talked about, the Triumph, and then there was the Premier, and then there was, you know, the Legend Tournaments. And they've switched names throughout the years. But like when I was a young kid, I remember like holding one of the more expensive rods that I didn't get to use. And I could see that tip action. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, you can feel this whole little thing here. And, uh, so like from the Triumph to the Premier to the legend tournament in the muskie series uh that everything changed i mean it changes the the legend tournaments are built like you know top of the line stuff and i never mm-hmm. trolled with one but we used to you know todd and i used for outruns for years the the premiere but i could just mm-hmm. imagine that you could see that tip working that much more with how that rod is built uh, yep. so your theory uh sounds comfortable to me and mm-hmm. makes sense so i don't think it's wrong at all no oh, yeah well thank you but it is true i in my opinion anyway i mean it even when you're fighting a fish just what you feel you know what i mean you, you know it's just the sensitivity level is so high and like i said they hold up good you know years and years ago we did have a few issues with guides but a lot of that was our 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 
own issues. Like I said, they get beat up, you know, you throw them yeah. in the bottom of the boat, whatever. But with these new rods, these new blue rods, I've never had guide issues or anything. I mean, it's just bulletproof to me, you know. And like I said, Hulk comes back to also, too, taking care of them. Don't be smacking them off the side of the boat while you're fighting a fish. And don't be, you know, throwing them in the bottom all on top of each other. I mean, you have to take care of your stuff. It's just that simple. Mm. There's also an image that Dale likes to put out there. He he He's rocking this, like, immaculate, perfect white Lund, trolling <laughs> with these six to eight blue rods that just mm. the, the contrast is great. He's out there with his shirt off, big gold chains. <laughs> that, and that's, the girls that's, in the bikinis, the girls in the bikinis. Oh, yeah. Several. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish to God a lot of that was true. <laughs> you got you the, need Todd but, for that. You need the wingman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He, he was my wingman a few oh, times. Yeah. On our yeah, 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 yeah. We had fun. I'd let him draw him in, then I'd steal him. <laughs> Todd, can you verify? <laughs> Absolutely, that's what we did. I mean, missing persons is nothing to, to joke about. <laughs> Especially like right now, that's a big but, thing. But yeah, I better change the subject quick. Yeah. <laughs> I was. You guys probably probably that probably hit the media, and you guys. I don't see what the big deal is. We were doing that freaking thirty years ago. No problem. (laughs) This isn't really new. (laughs) Stature of limitations. (laughs) That's right. I think we're clear. (laughs) Oh my god! People are gonna think we're drinking, and I'm not. (laughs) I know. I know. We're just slapping. I hope you're not, Vance, because you're driving. No, I'm actually I'm, I'm in the house. Oh, I'm in the house. They're not driving. Yeah, I'm not driving. Oh, my gosh. So. Well, you know what I was thinking about today, and this is probably something we talked about in the past, but I, just out of the blue, I was thinking about, you know, you were talking about rods, and uh, <laughs> honest to God, how much has changed, like, equipment, just, just fishing rods. I mean, could you ever imagine, Todd, when your grandpa and you were out there fishing, if somebody said, I'm trolling with a nine-foot rod? Yeah. He'd have said, what? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. or or the reels or the leaders. You know, I was thinking, Dad used to buy those Berkeley, what in the hell were they, nine-inch wire leader with the coating on them. And, pound test. Yes, I was going to say, I thought they was 30-pound test. Yeah. And we thought, man, that's kind of overkill. That snaps a little bit, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now you look at one of them and you go, what the hell is that? You know? Mm-hmm. So it, it just blows my mind how it line, especially that old Ashway line, Todd. Remember that mm-hmm. black? Yeah. That was nylon. Remember? Yeah. Ashway nylon. Not daycare, nylon. Yeah. And it would rot, Vance. You wouldn't believe it. It, and, and you had to like, cut it off about what every day you had to cut because yeah. where, where it whipped because we were just casting then where is it that, whipped it would get all furry I mean really furry is that so, like uh, t- like Todd when you were talking about things you would do to gear back in the day with your grandfather like walk that line all the way out like have to dry oh, yeah, it like, almost 
like mm-hmm. if you got it through the year, then you would reverse it. Reverse it. That yep. was it. But you were taking a chance of doing that reversal, you know. My mm-hmm. grandpa used to talk about, you know, before I was fishing, he's like, you would fish. And he would go home and drape the line. To dry, over, right? Yeah, yeah. He would take the line and, like, take all the, like, drape it over the uh, the clothesline in the backyard to mm-hmm. let it dry out. Otherwise, it would, it would just rot. Right. No yeah. one, no so, one has those anymore. Those things were awesome. The clotheslines. Yeah, clotheslines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't tell you. I still have one. That's awesome. <laughs> and the clips, like the wooden clips. Yeah. Like, do they still make those? Clothespins. Yes. I had a lot of fun with those things when I was younger. Like snapping uh, your finger and stuff like that, and yeah, making them like jump. Run into it, get choked. Think you can do a pull up on it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the clotheslines. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, the changes are are just crazy, Dale. Yeah. Look at the, the, uh, you know, like before you started making lures, this is what I always tell guys. People ask me when they get on my boat, they're like, oh, have you tried this lure, this lure, this lure? It's like, dude, I haven't even heard of half of them lures. There's so (laughs) many options. Yeah. You know, go back to before you started making lures when you were a younger guy. I mean, what options did you, did we have? Well, when we started, wouldn't we have something heading made or something crick chub or fluker made? That was it. I mean, yeah, and spinner there wasn't. I mean, there wasn't anything that, else. Was, that was all you. That was all you had. You I know? mean, uh, those, those cocktails. You know, you had uh, what? Had and, uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, oh, uh, Daredevil spoons. Remember? Yeah, the spoons the, and the, spoons, uh, the yeah. Cooper, Cooper spoons. Cooper you spoons. Buy them spinner. up in Canada and all that. Yeah. Cooper spoon for some reason is like a big spinner with a keel weight on it but uh, mm-hmm. so it didn't twist yeah. the line right yep mm-hmm. yep that, that was it there was no that other was options you couldn't go anywhere i remember when swim whiz came out mm-hmm. 77 maybe 78 and it was yeah like, wow, i made it around crazy looking more and then like everybody's like well it's too big remember mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was the little one we were looking at oh yeah. dad said that's big <laughs> Because all we were throwing is what four and a half inch stuff. Yep, mainly yep. a vamp. Oh, and what was the one with the top? And you used that uh, uh, heading with the spinners. The little oh, the, spinners. The, the, the super spook. Super spook. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was a yeah. that was a heading heading super mm-hmm. spook. Now we had the option to get stuff from. That's why we bought stuff from like Ed Ladiano. Yep, Martin Bender, Lottie Anna. Bender made, these guys are making some lures. Now, most of them were copies of other stuff. Uh, but, you know, well, you know, Lottie came up with his own, you know, he had his own designs. But even a lot mm-hmm. of his stuff were copies of stuff that was from, you know, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my God, uh, I'll tell you right now, up at O'Donnell's, anybody's into collecting, he's got one of Laniano's, I think it was called a trucker minnow or something. And yeah. I remember thought that had that yep. wooden prop on the front. Mm-hmm. And I should have bought the damn thing when I was in there yesterday. And I didn't. It, it's never been used. I can guarantee you that. And it's a black mm-hmm. one. And I think he only wants like 45 bucks for it. And it's that's a steal. Yeah, because oh you you ain't gonna find it. That that wooden piece was all cut at certain bevels. Mm-hmm. That was made by a Reno, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like yeah, that was something like that. I guess. yeah, but the body was wooden, and the propeller Andy on the front was made out of a chunk of wood. Okay, and it was and it was cut on these really strange bevels. 
mm-hmm. so that it would spin correctly. And I remember being over there when Ed was working on them, and it it was a pain in the rear end to get that, that bevels cut just perfect, you know. But there's actually one of them hanging up there. I couldn't believe it. And but that just shows you. Look at the lures. How, how who would ever thought back then, like Todd was saying, that, that we didn't have any options. No, you just you know, just look bad. Yeah. They're just, I mean, now I guess if you lived in Wisconsin at that time, there was probably stuff out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, uh, I mean, I remember what was, what was it, Laura, that Crick Chubb made just for Chautauqua, the Chautauqua Minnow or something? Yeah. Yep. Remember? And, but that's who we had to deal with was, you know, I loved head and stuff because of the paint jobs. They held up really good and, you know, they looked really good, and and even the crick jobs were beautiful baits, but, I mean, you just did not have that much to pick from, and now it's just insane. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, it's, it's as a lure maker, I, I don't mind the competition. I, I think it's, it's just awesome that musky fishing has turned into what it's turned into. And it's still small. Yeah, yeah. You compare yeah. this to bass or walleye; it's yeah. still small. But Vance, what this tells you is how small it was back when mm-hmm. the seventies and the sixties and seventies and stuff. Like, I mean, I still tell people we'd be at Conneaut musky fishing, and, and if I saw another boat there, which was rare, I knew who they were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was um, that way in Canada too. Yeah, to Canada, you knew every person. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> If someone if someone was musky fishing, yep. And now, holy God, you know, yeah. you, you guys know what you see at Chautauqua. People are coming from all over the place. You know, absolutely. Yeah. And the first time that I ever remember that happening, Todd, and you'll remember back, we were pretty young and not fishing there much. But remember when time of timing exploded right before the big die off up there mm-hmm. in that seventies. You know, I, I think the lenders were even there. There was people from everywhere, Vance, coming there because of the fish that was being caught. Like, in, were the lenders doing the TV show back then? I'm not sure. I, honest to God, I, I don't know that that's true. I know that that Novotny that was a guide up there told me that they were there. So they probably were doing a show, but mm-hmm. who knows. But, uh, I mean, there, there was boats from Wisconsin, Minnesota, and everything else at time of Timmy. That's yep. crazy. So the first you know, the first uh, musky video that I ever watched, like, man, I can't remember what it was called. It's not man against musky, but it, it, it's something. Uh, first time, like, a VCR tape came out. Mm-hmm. They start it, and it, it, and they say, like, you know, the Chippewa flowage, uh, blah, blah, blah. And they start naming these places, and they say, Pima Tuning. Oh, I'll be damned. And that's, that's the first, wild. first musky video I ever saw where it was actually about musky fishing yeah they were yeah, i, I remember i i think on youtube or something we shared a link yeah like you had a video or something of i i forget exactly how the exchange went but it was it was going like naming all these musky hot spots and then yeah. pomatuni mm-hmm. was there and i'm just like yeah man that was even <laughs> before i was born yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that was the first like video i mean vcr tape early 80s you know late 70s that weren't they weren't big but they, they somebody made a musky movie and it was incredible and so, uh really i remember that, that todd but for the life of me i cannot remember who did that yeah i can't yeah. 
but riddle me this with with how instant everything is nowadays yeah. you know flash forward just a 30 some years or something like that you know you can uh the spot burning is a thing that people always you know get upset about um in the early stages when you alluded to how much smaller it was like how did word travel that time and tuning was the place to go and you got people driving 12 14 hours to get that how how does it travel back then like what would you guys what would you guys do at one point in the 70s, there was an article in Fish and Facts about Tommy Timmy. Mm-hmm. And that, that guy that was a guide up there, I'm, I'm pretty sure his name was Alan Novotny. And I'm I'm almost sure that that probably had some of the influence because I don't think that that die-off started until, what, the late 70s or early 80s, I think. Yeah. 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 So that might have been like 75 or 6 or 7 right in there where there was an article done about that. And now... There was other papers and magazines out there about fishing that some of that information might have, you know, started moving around. But, you know, guys know guys. You know, you, you could have had somebody that was from, you know, over on the other side of Ohio, and he knew somebody from Wisconsin, and they came over, you know, to fish with them or something. I don't know. It sure doesn't, you know, move around like it does now. You know, instantly. Yeah, instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and there uh, still are I people mean, that, I mean, that follow hot fights. Right. But those, right. Yeah. But, but those heydays, mm-hmm. uh, Dale, I mean, you remember, I didn't, my grandpa didn't take me up there. He was mm-hmm. leery of that lake for some reason, you know? So we, I, well, don't, I never went up there and fished. But mm-hmm. uh, some of our older, you know, some of our friends, uh, and I can't remember their names, but, uh, I can, I can just remember us talking to them and, you know, he was like, yeah, 35 pounders. He just, it mm-hmm. wasn't a big deal, you know, no. because no, it they, was happening. That's what they were doing. They were fishing at North end, yep, yep. those, those humps and stuff. And it was just, that place was a musky. I mean, it made the first musky video that I ever mm-hmm. saw. And, and, and they, were, they were trolling up there with, uh, like rappellas and crick chips yeah. mainly. Mm-hmm. And like you said, Todd, it, it was nothing for a third. Uh, Dave Swainsburg, he caught well, like a 40, 40, yeah, 42 pounder and a 41 pounder up there back when nobody was catching 40 pounders mm-hmm. and they were both killed in weight. So there's no doubt what they weighed, mm-hmm. you know, and I, <laughs> I've been, been in his house and seen him mounted and there's still no doubt they were huge fish, you know, but mm-hmm. he said it would be nothing to see boats on a big stringer dragging a 35, 38-pounder and then look over and there's another boat with a 35-pounder. I mean, it had to just be literally full of them. Yeah. You know. yeah. But, but once that red spot or whatever hit yeah. up there, it was just a disaster. Yeah. yeah. But it's probably coming back now better than it's ever been, you know. There's been a Agreed. lot of care with getting those fish in the, in the lakes with – with what the fisheries are doing and the help oh. of muskie zinc and catch and release. Yep. It's, it's yeah. Muskie ink, what, what they've done up there, you know, when the, when the hatchery started waking up to what everybody was saying about putting them in at a bigger size. And Larry Hines is probably the guy that pushed that the hardest, you know? Yep. And it, and it paid off. It's going to pay off in every lake. You know, there's oh, no doubt. You know, Pat Marsh was up there last year and saw him dumping them at the dock, and he said, "My God, some of them were like 12, 14 inches long." 
<laughs> well, that's great. that fish is that fish is gonna make it. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the only the only other thing that's gonna hurt it's a big muskie. You know, yeah. so it's it's awesome. And and look at Chautauqua, what they've put in, and and how hard they've worked to keep that that fishery so great. I mean, if you don't have that, we're doomed. I mean, yeah. especially with the pressure we have now, you you mm-hmm. have to catch and release is huge, but. You have to have these uh, uh, states working with you, you know, and thank God Pennsylvania finally came around because, you know, Todd, for when we were younger, the only thing they wanted to hear about was trout. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. that was it. At least you, you got know. some guys doing it. And, it. and you touch on something there, Dale, like catch, mm-hmm. catch and release the, uh, you know, the way every, you know, it's just like, I mean, it's absolutely taboo. Who would ever keep a muskie anymore? But, you know, imagine, you know, going back to when we were kids, like when I look back on it now and I think about the way we used to fish and the way everybody used to fish back then, like you only kept them if they were legal. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, do you, you think of going up there to Canada where we went and everybody, you know, every night you went down, I remember running down to the docks, a little kid to see what everybody brought in. And uh-huh. um, like we, we, we brought them in and that was a yep. natural sustaining habitat of muskies and we were taking them out and it's unbelievable that we were even catching what we were catching back then <laughs> exactly and then because. look how it exploded just a short time later you yep. know what i mean so apparently the amount that was being taken out didn't didn't touch it didn't even yeah. phase it yep. you know yep. but now the pressure has jumped up so much higher you know thank god but i don't i don't say anything against anybody that wants to keep a fish if it's a legal fish and you really feel yeah. but my only theory is never kill one smaller than that one you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, but with with the mounts that we have now with these reproductions who the hell would want to even worry about killing one yeah you know because reproductions will last your whole lifetime i have mounts out here in the shop that are bad you know yeah. and it's just from age you know yeah. You know, I, I just I think that uh, I agree with you, Todd. What we saw back then, you wonder how many had to have been in there. I know, <laughs> we, were keeping, we were keeping them all, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, that's a pretty interesting picture to paint when you said right. we were trolling by and you would see a 30 pounder and a 35 pounder on somebody else's stringer off the side yeah. of their boat. Yeah, that was fine tuning. Yeah. And, and, wow. That's I mean that's that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've I mean, seen was... that stuff at Chautauqua too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't. I I'm sure you did too. I remember when I was young, going to Chautauqua and you'd be fishing for muskies and someone would see and someone would like lift up a rope and show you yep. one. I was like, wow, that's a nice one. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine or... seeing that nowadays? I mean, oh, it's just people would oh, people would lose their marble. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they would. That was yeah. what people would do. You drive by and they'd hold mm-hmm. one up on a rope. Bullets yeah. would fly. The, the yeah. equivalent of putting the deer <laughs> on the hood of your car and driving through town. Yeah, yeah. I shoot the right one. I'm going to do that. You know. <laughs> I hope you do that with the right muskie too. <laughs> that would be special. I want to tell you. <laughs> well, you know, that's another topic that, that is really touchy. Is okay. What would it take? 
I mean, if you let's say in Pennsylvania, just we'll use Pennsylvania, and if you go out this spring and catch a 55-pounder, 56, what's a record? 54, right? I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Okay. With all the fish that we've all let go, how could anybody say anything against you keeping that fish? I'd add to figure two out killer. a way. Uh-huh. You know, they'll figure out a way. I can. Well, that. yeah, yeah, they but, will. But my theory is we can't become tree huggers over this. If someone has it, has a license, and they uh, do everything, and it's a legal fish, but and especially if it's a monster fish, I'm probably digging a hole here. But uh-huh. I'm just saying, my theory is, I don't want to see them die. But if if you catch some kind of record type fish how on god's green earth because that thing might not survive the release anyway absolutely survive the release and what's going to happen if you i mean what's the chance of someone else encountering that fish exactly if it hasn't been caught (laughs) until then that's probably its only mistake but and and the pa i think pa is is pretty uh it's a unique record the mm-hmm. oldest musky record on the books right now. Exactly. Yeah. So if and I that, saw somebody that blows my mind, if, you know? if somebody broke that record, and I'm a firm believer that we might not see it in our lifetime, no, no, but if forever, if or ever, because it's it's just not happening around here. That that fifty pound mark, you know. Mm-hmm. They found <laughs> one dead dead in Kinzu. Maybe they'll find one in Raystown. But that is such that's a record that I would love to see broken. Mm-hmm. And then it would but, just be it would be clarity and um, it would be clarity because Vance there there is not clarity on that old record and yeah, exactly you yeah. know that's a story you know Andy tells story Andy's told me like there's old uh, fables or tales coming around that that was uh, from Edinburgh yep <laughs> oh, and it didn't. Right. Yeah. I mean, I did hear that. There's, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, I. I, Nobody knows if it's even real. The fish was even mm -hmm. real at that size, let alone where it came from. And it's, it's, it's kind of a farce. Well, and here's the bad thing, Todd. Back then, and we know how many guys got busted. You had Lot and Hartman. (laughs) And they were adding weight to them and and putting uh, window weights, which most people won't even know what a window weight is, but you let window weights down their gullet. Mm-hmm. And I heard the same story about that fish from Edinburgh, and then I heard it actually came from Prescott. Yeah. And, yeah. and the story was that uh, his body owned the, the motel or the hotel, the hotel at Conyon. And they were yeah. going under because they weren't getting any people, so it made sense to bring that in as being caught at Conyon Lake. Yeah. See, but, I mean, there's just so much stuff. And I didn't even hear those before. There's just so much stuff that is floating around there about this record that is yeah. almost a hundred years old. Yeah. And, uh, I would have no problem seeing that. I yeah, would. I, mean, I would respect the person that broke that record and put yep. and put closure to. That's right. This, you know, put That's closure right. to. I would. Yeah. We, you know, we we don't care. I mean, mm-hmm. all all of us are. I mean, it's going to take a lot of disrespect to the fish to move the needle for us mm-hmm. um, because we've, we've handled so many and we know what goes on in the boat. Like if you're sitting there riding it and, you know, 
you, uh, you know, play volleyball with it. Yeah, that might annoy me a little bit. And not just from a musky standpoint, but just as a, being a normal human and not doing things like that. But killing of the Pennsylvania record to close the chapter on it, which is this just unicorn of a fish right now. That's um, right. I would be, I would be, one hundred percent fine with it, and very, very. Um, I would tip my cap to the fisherman or woman who caught it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in the same boat. That's how I feel about it too. But now you better be damn sure it's epic. You know? Well, <laughs> yeah. The, the the interesting thing about all of that is, I'm pretty sure that they could they could pull like the DNA from it because doesn't Jared? Have like on on record what fish like they could track the lineage from what stocking, and and just have like I, I don't know if it's this accurate what male and what female produced that fish. I know that they kept track of you know they might have six females produce the eggs for the entire state. Oh, I gotcha. And, okay. and I they, didn't know that. They, yeah. There might actually be some kind of thing like hey, you're saying currently. Currently, like, if like yeah, if, if you were to if you were to break mm-hmm. it, you can, I mean, right then and there, it almost validates the science of what the state is doing because, you know, and I am not innocent to this, thinking that the state completely wastes money every single second of the day. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think could be run better, but when we get Jared on to talk about this, this like renews hope in my brain, like. Oh my gosh, there is good things that are going on behind the scenes. They are doing smart science. They oh, are doing, absolutely. And and when they when they can talk about, yeah, we we have whatever, a handful of females and we make sure there's like we try not to do any inbreeding. We don't we don't want oh, this one was whatever before. We're going to take this one over here to keep and and wow, that's that's neat. So now you have like real world science producing a record caliber fish. I think that would be Maybe. incredible. Maybe. That is amazing. Maybe. You know, you know, but, but as it, Vance is saying, and Todd, is is there even a chance that we can get one bigger than that? I mean, it, it you're actually looking at a freak. Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. It's Powerball stuff. Yeah. It, it, I mean. It isn't easy to work. get a fish over 50, 51 in PA. It's not easy. No. No, inch wise. Yes, inch wise. No, and then you take it. Let alone put the pounds on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's the problem. Everything has to be perfect. Yep. But I mean, it's no different. A monster buck that just appears. You know, nobody's seen it, and you know, and all of a sudden, somebody will say, "I was sitting in the tree stand. It just appeared." Uh, Uh, I've been there. You know. Yeah. (laughs) So the same thing can happen in the water, but. I, I don't know your odds. Like you said, it's, it's Powerball. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. it really is. You know, you know and, I, and the, I'm like you guys. I, I want closure. I, I would wish to God somebody would get a 56 pounder or something. And, and everybody and knows. It. And keep like, it. Honestly, and everybody knows. Bring it in. Yeah. 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 Because bring it in and be honest about it. Not bad. Hook, mm-hmm. Terrible yeah. release. Yeah. Look, but, yeah. This was it. And, uh, belly and here it is. Yeah, and then they could analyze it, you yep. know, like Andy's the saying, and check them bones and find out how old it is. And, you know, oh, I you mean, can it, learn so much from it. Yeah, and like, yeah. okay, we did something right here. Let's do more of this. Yeah. Yeah, this is 
the the route we have to travel, right? You know, this yeah. a, a fish like that could essentially be like a martyr for yeah. for musky fishing. It died for a for a better cause, but yeah. um, you know, what's going to happen is like in in with how the catch and release stuff was mm-hmm. pretty much like front runned by by musky fishermen. It's it's going to be tough for them to do that. Um, mm-hmm. More than likely, it's. I would say, like if I was a betting man, that a musky fisherman's not going to catch it. No, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. Yep, yep. You know, it's going to be the person that has absolutely no idea what mm-hmm. they're doing, and they're fishing for whatever, and it hits, and they get it in, and they keep it, and then it's going to be like an oh my god moment. Yep, and, and, and it's probably going to be early in the spring. It's going to be full eggs. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, that's what that's what it'll come down to because yeah. there's just like when there's a fish that uh, has the potential of being kept or dead, and you have to make that decision. Um, you know what goes through your head when you think about that? You're like, oh, shit. You know, like mm-hmm. one, I don't want this to happen. Two, the repercussions if this gets out, mm-hmm. people are going to go nuts. Um, so you go through all those those uh, scenarios and. Uh, when you have the fish in the bag, or if you just are releasing it with that terrible B word, boga, um, <laughs> you know, ah. you it it's going to be somebody that's not a musky fisherman. Because I don't know what I would do in that situation. No, I don't either. I you just never know unless it's in the no. bag. You know, you never know. But, but I'll I'll always hold up the fact that I would never degrade anybody for if it is some sort of record for keeping it. You know what I'm getting at? I, I mm-hmm. know I'm old, I'm old school and everything, but, uh, you know, I've, I've let a few go. And if I decide <laughs> to keep one, by God, nobody should say a word, you know, in my opinion. It's my, it's my, uh, free will to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, it hasn't happened in a long time, and I don't think it'll ever happen, but it could happen. Probably mm-hmm. your, 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 your everyday musky fisherman. Mm-hmm. Or even your avid musky fisherman is going to catch if they would catch a fish of that caliber, they're going to catch it. They're going to do their thing. You're going to take a measurement of it, whether you take a girth or a weight, whatever. You're going to take a picture. You're going to put it back in the water, and it's going to swim away. And it's going to happen so quickly that it's like that's just what you do now. Mm-hmm. And it would go. It would be <laughs> like I might have just released the state record. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how many? Half of me. I, I, and, you, and you see those articles, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the time, where it's like potential world record coming yeah, out really. of mm-hmm. yep. Malax. And it's like, yeah. Yep. They just did their thing. They did what they, and I know some of the guys they about this fish. And, and that's, uh, that's great. Yeah, what do you do if you're, but what do you, what do you do if, it, like, you're just so used to going through the motions mm-hmm. and then you release this, like, yeah, you know, world record. You're just like, shit. Yeah, I just let the world record go. <laughs> what the heck? It could happen to any of us. We could do that. You know, <laughs> what I mean, yeah. The first, you know, we're also anal about this. That all you're doing is worrying about hurry up, get get it, get it, yeah, get yeah. the more out, get hurry up, get you know. And uh, my dad always said that he's like, this catch and release is the greatest thing in the world, but it sucks. And I'm like, why does it yeah. suck? He said, because I can't study the fish at all. He goes, exactly. I got to look at a picture to see, oh, look, there was a mark on it here. There was a, a weird color right here. But, you know, we're hurrying so much to get the damn thing back in the water. You miss all that. Yeah. But 
it's still the greatest thing that ever happened to muskie fishing because i mean i lived all those days where if it was legal the guy brought the damn thing in you know it was just that way you brought him in and uh everything's changed so much for the good now you know where where these 50 some plus inches and you know uh, 48 50 pound fish are going back and that, and and even if they only make it one more year breeding or whatever, it's a great thing, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, not, don't anybody ever think I'm saying anything against catch and release. I'm just saying if you're here in Pennsylvania and you get a 56 pound fish, you got a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I pray to God we all have to make that decision, but I don't, I don't know that it'll ever yeah. happen. Yeah, maybe one day. But it, you know, it, it's funny, Dale, when we talk about everybody brought them in, you know. So yeah. we and I are both talking about that. But how about how many times? So tell the story of Edinburgh Lake mm-hmm. with Uncle Bill, oh. your Uncle Bill. You know, oh. like so. So this is when everyone's keeping fish, but this is going back to early eighties. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, know? probably. And t- tell the story about that fish you guys. Yeah, we. We just had a little 14-foot boat we was fishing out of, and he, we were just casting. We didn't we didn't troll much, and it, it may have been earlier than that top, but it was back yeah. ways, and mm-hmm. we're, we're making this drift perfect wind, and <laughs> my, my Uncle Bill didn't have real good eyesight. He, he didn't like wearing glasses, and he couldn't see real good. Well, he's in the middle, and I had a little wooden platform my homemade built in front of the boat, and I was kind of up on that. We're making this drift, and he had one of them old Garcia reels when when you turn the handle and the spool wasn't turned and it clicked. You know, like if you was fighting a fish, it would make this ticking sound. It was weird. Huh? And, and I'm standing there, and I make a cast, and I hear tick, 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 tick. And I'm like, what in the hell? And I looked over, and there's this muskie laying there down about three feet. You know, that water is beautiful, clear, and, and it's got this... Five and a half inch jointed green scale frog. I'll never forget my dying day. I'll still tell you exactly what the fuck it was. <laughs> I know you know the story. In its entire mouth. I mean, like, there's no lure. And Bill's just standing there reeling his plug in. <laughs> the fish just got a hold of it, and he don't know it. And he's going tick, 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 tick. And I'm going, jerk, Bill, jerk. And he looks at me. I swear to God, like, he didn't know what I was talking about. And about then, he pulls up a little bit, and then fish just opened his mouth, and that plug comes swimming right out there, and it sunk. And I'm telling you, it was a high 40-pound fish. It was a monstrous fish. Yeah. So and he didn't even know? He didn't even know, because he couldn't see real good. He, we didn't have polarized glasses or anything back then. What time and of year was this? That was in the fall. That was, if I remember right, that might even been in October. But the fish was a monster. I mean, yeah, just that's the fall tendency of the fish but, around here. They don't know that they're hooked. Well, point. yeah, this one, I mean, he always kept his drag reel loose because he would fight it with his thumb because we come from them drag uh-huh. reels. And so he's just ticking along. And uh, <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. I'll never forget it. Yep, he's that's like, right there at the boat launch. I mean, Edinburgh. Right at the, right at the sandbar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The beach or whatever. The yep, beach. The beach. Yep. Oh. And that I mean, big fish of a fish. Was, oh, it was it was big. I mean, it yeah. was it was just like freaky big. Man, I'm telling you, the two biggest ones I ever saw were in Pennsylvania. The other one was a coney on. Coney on, like, yep, yep. Yeah, and and uh, I'd hate to say it dwarfed this one, but I think it dwarfed this one. 
I mean, it was gigantic fish. Mm-hmm. And it was following my dad's lure. I had nothing to do with either fish other than seeing them. Watch. And, <laughs> and then I went. I mean, why would, why would any of us ever have that opportunity? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. But isn't that freaky? All the traveling we did to yeah. all the different places, yeah. and you see your two biggest fish in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. You know, small bodies and, uh, of water too. Yeah, that's a scary thing. But you know, the genetics are there. So yeah. why 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 couldn't it happen? You know, and the I, interesting thing is going back to those days when we kept them all, but there were still fish that survived. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> those yeah. things made it. The stocking wasn't like it is now. Mm-hmm. Fish. You know, just like you said, that big buck yep. shows up sometimes. And, and how, how where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> I got cameras. I got this. I got everything out. Yeah. Watching deer season, like three months, four months of deer hunting. And then every once in a while, someone gets this deer in a spot. And it's like, what the heck? How yeah, did, that well, thing be how did this happen? How could it be yeah. five, six years mm-hmm. old? <laughs> but, you know, honestly, every time I'm on the water, that's in the back of my head. You know, yeah. like, I, I know it's not probably not going to happen, but to psych myself up, I keep thinking at any given time that rod is off, it could. it could be that fish of a lifetime. You know what I mean? And we just, I think that's a motivation thing that we all have, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, Todd, you know, you have to have a positive mental attitude about it. You have to mm-hmm. think, you know, I'm not just out here riding around. I'm not just throwing lures at this weed edge just for shits and giggles. I, yeah. I believe that they're here, and I believe we can catch them. And if you yeah. don't have that, you might as well take up pan fishing or something. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> well, it's just like hunting. If you go out there with a bad attitude, your odds are pretty slim. I, I really believe that. I think you have to you have to really believe that's, it can happen. Yeah, that's where I let my talent just sink in. in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> you know, luckily, you know, I'm so talented in the woods. Uh, I don't have to worry about that. They just come right to you. Oh, no question. <laughs> Easy. Hey, Hey, Dale, uh, how about uh, how about like Canada, where our, our lakes that we fish, pigeon, buckhorn, chamang, stuff like that. Uh, border was closed all last year. No oh God! Though. Yeah, border's going to be closed this year, all year. Yeah, I'm thinking we should make a trip up there. I do too. I when really that do. border opens, because I mean, I'm not I'm not dogging on the Canadians, but. Well, no, just the musky. sheer numbers, you know, the sheer numbers of musky fishermen in Canada compared to the musky fishermen that come from down here to go there. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, Those somebody told me, yeah, somebody <laughs> told me that a lot of them resorts, 75% of their business is from the States. Yeah, exactly. Well, you take, like you're saying, you take that much pressure off for a couple of years. Oh, my God. Those things go great. I can't, I, 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 I. You know, I haven't been to Canada the last few years. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you you missed this year. That's probably your first year ever, huh? Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, and uh, yeah. but honest to God, it could be insane. And just pick a yeah. lake; it don't really much yeah. matter. You yep. know. Yep. But like I say, I don't know what the numbers of musky fishermen are that are actual Canadians. You know, I'm not yeah. sure. Um, I mean, there's a lot more now than there was when we were younger. There, oh yeah, did it when we were. 
No, you didn't see it. But, no. uh, man, when you take that many American pressure off of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could be, be nuts. Wiley coming by for a while. No, no. I think no. that's a... Uh, I think that that's that rings true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know if you if you don't it, you know if you don't fish an area for a long time and it sees mm-hmm. nothing, and you go on there and uh, you know the you you do your thing. I think those fish react to that. No, I did I, too. I experienced Probably. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You know, I, mean, I experienced it in Canada. Yep. You know, the first time that I went up there and did what I wanted to do on my own. Um, and it was a two day stint. And I would argue that it was, you know, it was probably my favorite day's fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were going with it was doing with, something that other people weren't doing. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Yes. I mean, yep. I was. Dale, Dale did that on many lakes. Yep. Scary. Pull in, put those put those baits out, and start humming along. Mm-hmm. And all would break loose. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Uh, it, it it's like surreal when you're in that mm-hmm. situation. When I'm when mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to it, it's like what the shit? That is insane. That that just yeah. How, how is it even possible, right? Yeah. yeah. And and to me, it has to be uh, something. Like you're saying, they they haven't seen it. Number one, but number two, there hasn't been that kind of pressure, you know, yeah. or presentation, you know, or presentation. It's all, all about like mm-hmm. efficiency for me, and uh, but that efficiency, like trans, it it translates through different bodies of water through, through throughout the season. And you know, I told Todd what I was going to go do, and uh, yeah, and, and, Todd, and Todd hadn't been to Canada in a while, and he's like, you know. Just do your thing. Use this. This is what I did, and I was like, "Okay." And then, you know, I, I came know back that, with I mean, a report. I, I didn't like, no, you know, I, I don't know that it's going to work on body water, but I was like, "Do this is what we did. We went to these new lakes in Canada, mm-hmm. and your report said exactly the same report that we used to have. We went to these new new bodies of water. Yep, <laughs> and they well, were I mean, on. Uh, they were on. I mean, you know, selfish plug. They were on the Goldie eight inch, and they were yeah. on uh, the uh, eleven and a half inch uh, mud puppy, and no, you know, and th- things like that. And I think, you know, after we like caught our double digits, I started to try and like uh, maniacally mess up more of Andy's baits. So <laughs> they were like getting. Yeah, I was gonna say that those are all Andy's baits, right? They they were Andy's baits because I didn't have any. Like at the point, I was just set up with five inch join ends. Yeah, in yeah. in fat bodies. We did advance what I what I always used to do if if we get into it and they were really hot on a body of water, and Donnie Colter used to always get on me about this. I'd start throwing at colors, and he's like, "Why are you changing colors?" When you're getting them on that color. And I'm like, because I have no faith in these other colors. And these fish are so damn hot. They're going to hit these ugly colors that I don't like. And then I'll get faith in them. Yeah, and absolutely. That, that's a stupid thing in my mind that I was thinking. And by God, when they were so damn hot, they'd hit anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, as far as color, it didn't seem to matter. And I think a lot of it was the noise the bait was producing. 
and the speed that we were moving it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, that was, I think that was the trigger. They it just fired it. They were already fired up and it fired them up more. Yeah. The yeah. Speed and, caught and, on I, with people nowadays, but back then that was, that was our thing, the speed. Yeah, when, when I, when, when I returned to those areas that I fish mm-hmm. up in Canada, there was a lot more people there pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the numbers were pretty, they were good. Um, you know, obviously you can't knock it out of the park every single day. No. Um, but there was a lot more people there going four miles an hour plus in the summertime, you know, and that just was not happening in the, when, when I was, when I was up there for the first time and, uh, whatever, it's fine, you know, mm-hmm. but, but it is true. Like Todd was saying there, like when we were hitting them different lakes in Canada, there was probably some of those lakes that those fish had never seen a lure going five mile an hour. I mean, seriously, at that time, we're going back a lot of years, right, Todd? Honestly, yeah. I I mean, there's no doubt. I don't think anybody, Mm -hmm. I still see people talking about this bait will run this speed. You know, this this bait will run good in this depth at Mm 1.5. 1.5, are you kidding me? Yeah, I, that's terrible. I'd fall asleep and end up on shore. Yeah. I mean, maybe one point five in like the winter time, I could do that. Yeah, and if I'm like, if well, if I'm like huddled up <laughs> and I'm just, you know, enjoying the time being outside, mm-hmm. but I have like a heater on and I'm fully yeah. enclosed and I'm yeah. just like drifting like, along, I could do that. Yeah. Just like a, essentially, it would be just like a place to take a nap. You're right. I'm not saying it doesn't work or people can't catch fish, but I have no idea how any of my musky baits run at 1.5. I will tell you that right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can no give you a hint. They run. don't. <laughs> not bad. A, lot, a lot of mine would be come surfing. Especially not Wiley's. Yeah. yeah Wiley's are built, Wiley's are built for speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're but, floating on top. But there again, it goes back to also, if, if that's what you have your faith in and yeah. that's what your baits yeah. work the best at. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kill, what burn, what gets me is really frustrates me is I would be covering a ton less water, uh, going that slow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if I'm running a mile stretch of weed bed, I cover it a whole lot better and more, angles and and everything else quicker than the person going two mile an hour yeah now that just to me that just makes my odds better you know but if yep. if you have faith in going two mile an hour that's fine you know i do it yeah whatever yeah but uh you know i like, think that is very great lakey uh stuff big bodies of water for that mm-hmm. that speed what it we're you know what we're running uh on inland lakes, there's a lot of, there's tons of inland lakes from here all the way out to, you know, Minnesota. I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's still built on speed. The only time I think of like really slow, you know, man, aver- man versus musky stuff is I think about the Georgian Bay. Mm-hmm. I think about big water and, and, and where that slow stuff would, would be, uh, it is effective. And it, uh, However, we all fish uh, pretty similar. Mm-hmm. It it would gut you to do that. 
Oh yeah. It's yeah. just like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. And when, when you're, yeah. When, when you like break your, when, when you break your mental in the game and you're doing something that you don't feel is going to work, it's probably not going to work. No, if you don't have faith in it, you better change. Yeah. It's yeah like, you better go you know, back. If any, but any listeners like played sports and mm-hmm. you said like, I'm going to get hurt today. You're probably going to get hurt. Yep. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like that. We're back to game. that. We're back to that mental attitude. That's right. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the same thing. People say, well, what's the best color? Well, if you're going to buy a lure and and you don't like it, the color of it, well, you're not going to use it. Yeah. It could be one of the best lures on this body of water that you're fishing, but if it's in your tackle box, it's never going to catch a fish because uh-huh. you don't like it, right? Oh, excuse me. But my theory is you, you go with what you like, but there are times if somebody tells you, man, we've been hammering them on this perch color, you better... You know, maybe you don't like it, but you better try it some. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, when I use them colors I didn't really like, and the fish were so hot and they were grabbing them, I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to get a little feeling better about this color. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But it, like I said, if it's in your tackle box, that fish is never going to hit it. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, but you have to have faith in, in, in everything you're using and everything you're doing. But you can't be. You also can't be totally closed-minded. You know that you won't try this or try that, or you know, just like angles on weed edges. I mean, you know, a lot of guys only troll parallel to those weed edges. Well, Todd, you know how many times did we find that you had to be coming right in on them to get a strike? Yeah. We or you, you had to be going dead off of them to get a strike. You know, it's 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 just the way the the way it was planned that day, and you have to try that while you're working that area same thing with a rock pile you know maybe maybe you want to be way out off that rock pile maybe you want to be right up on the damn thing you never know so would you experience would you guys experience that in canada with the all the time that that you were uh you know running there of course it makes sense to go parallel to a weed edge but you're like hey they're only hitting when i'm turning to go back into it or mm-hmm. yeah you picked and Todd remember that one time you, you was picking them up like crazy and you were out awful weeds yeah. you were just pounding the, the heck out of the weeds skimming them yep. and everything else and we were eating a few but he started getting them hot and heavy and they were out I guess what you'd call the second break or whatever yeah. you know out off and they were just probably just suspended out off those weeds well hell we weren't even dragging a lure over there because we were Holding so tight to those weeds. Holding so tight to the weeds, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it, when I you, go to that lake, I still I still struggle with that. Like, where do I start? Yeah. Should I be like on talking them, about it? Because be? I've got them both places. And you, you go pound the weeds, you get a fish, and you go out and mm-hmm. work that break. You get a fish, you're like, oh, where do I need to spend my time right now? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it, it gives you a lot of options. You know? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You, you know you have faith in all those options. You know, yep. so yep. that's a good thing. Is that the story when Todd's known for doing like sneaky stuff? It's probably not <laughs> sneaky stuff, but it's just like, I'm going to try this and it works. Mm-hmm. And Todd does that often where he's like, yeah, I got him in like, you know, a, gro- a, a gross grocery parking lot. And you're just like, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> but, uh, 
like, was that the story when Todd was hammering them out a, a little bit deep? And I think like you and your, I think it's one of the mounted fish you have in your mm-hmm. shop. You went out there and did that. And I think your dad caught a, like a really big one casting or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. I, you know, I'm getting old, and I start losing my yeah, I can't my memory. Didn't it, <laughs> did, was there was there like a 50 inch class fish caught casting from like your dad up in the Coarthas? Mm, no, I don't think he ever caught a 50 casting. I think his were all trolling. It might have been trolling or something yeah. like that. But I swear yeah. that was one of the one of like the classic stories about that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we did some we did some stuff like we worked together, not even knowing we were working together. Like Dale was yep. into the trolling, I was into the casting more. Well, Dale was into the casting too earlier, and he started right. trolling. That's why I wanted to start trolling because Dale was catching all these big fish, and then so I started doing the trolling, and we never fish like this, like trolling, or, you know, the the so. Dale is like trolling these weed edges out in the middle of nowhere, middle of the lake. <laughs> it, 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 it's, you know, it sounds weird, but we would fish like shorelines. That's how we mm-hmm. fish, Dale. Yeah. Shore yeah. If you, I mean, when, when we started, Todd, if you were in the 10 feet, <laughs> that, that was too deep. Remember? Ten yeah. Feet I mean, it was, it, it, yeah. It was a depth finder. You, you know, we didn't even have a depth finder. You're just like so, looking at the weeds. They all got there learning these weed edges, and I'm out there trying to figure out trolling, to holding my pole while we're trolling. And it's like, <laughs> let's, you know, this weed looks really nice. Let's cast out here. You mm-hmm. know? And once I figured out the way it laid, we started casting out in sort of what people would call the middle of the lake. And uh, we started catching fish like crazy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, but look what we learned there, like you're saying, by by you know venturing out there and finding those yeah. those points and stuff that mm-hmm. we didn't have. I mean, my electronics were junk. You yeah, know. it was very hard before you had. What were they? <laughs> what was oh, what was the flasher was the first thing I had. Okay. Same yeah. here. Not tell you nothing. Absolutely. That, nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the problem with my flasher was it happened in like 2000. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and and my uncle just like would not let go of the pass. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I went from a flasher to a regular uh, uh, liquid crystal, I think it was depth yeah. under. I was like, "What in the heck is going?" On? I didn't even know what was going on. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, Todd? They used to say out there in front of where we stayed at Pigeon that. There was weeds, yeah. and then there was a big trench, what, 30 feet deep? Oh, this big trench. Then, yeah. then there was weeds again, then it went out into the real deep water. There wasn't 30 feet within a mile of that area. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got depth finders, you go out to the edge of the weeds, and it's like 14 feet. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. <laughs> On the middle of the lake, it's 14 and a half feet. How, how, how many years did you guys... Oh, go off the back. We're like, oh, it's 30 yeah. feet back there. But <laughs> yeah. oh my the God. Of the lake is deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh what we did. God. I mean, how do you, how would you know? You'd have to put a, you know, <laughs> piece of lead down and measure it, you know? Yeah. It was like in the middle of nowhere. And mm-hmm. then but but I sure bought, I bought into that for a long time. So I, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. 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 But, uh, I mean, it's, 
it's you know it's still weird to this day like i can i can visualize those weed points and in and them little pockets that were cut back into the weeds out there yep. uh, i mean not not seeing them on a depth finder like i can actually visualize how we trolled that and how we casted mm-hmm. that and where those holes were and and then numbers from year to year how they change a little bit yep. and on the zebra mussels hit fence you wouldn't believe that they it just changed that whole yeah a lot of the weeds were totally gone you know, oh, just, from the zebra mussels. Yeah, yeah, because they as soon as they the just, weeds start growing, they get on it and top yeah. it, and that's the end of it. And then, so how did you guys was, adapt to that? Well, it, it, I mean, it just changed. You just still hunted weeds, but you just hunted them in a little tighter or in different areas. And the fishing definitely suffered for a while, but it's mother nature. It came right back. You know. Yeah. Yep. I you, mean, uh, for those few years, the casting mm-hmm. was. The casting was, I think, the, the you know, the, the the more productive way. Yes, definitely. If you could no get in there, you, you had to dig them because yeah, they were sucked them out. in there. They were sucked mm-hmm. in. Now all the fish have become used to it. So know? essentially, yep. so essentially what you're saying is, so these weeds get decimated that you're fishing, but mm-hmm. when you did explore new areas, maybe even a little bit more shallow or whatever, when you did find the growth, that it... it you could put something together. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And and as Todd said, I think the casting came, came into, because you were working a lot thicker areas looking for holes or breaks, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And and it was just a little harder to pinpoint trolling, you know, Mm because there was never thought there was that weird weed started taking over that kind of laid on the surface and well, hell you can't skim weeds that are laying on the surface. You know what I mean? When, no. But you could get in there casting, and you could you could work right up against them things, you know, and and that was holding them fish. Now, you know, I was at that lake a couple of years ago. Now it's changed to where hell, I was clear out in the middle of the lake working big cabbage points. So like it used the, to be, yep. yeah, you know. So like I said, Mother Nature, it just takes care of itself. You know what I mean? It uh, it it went through a, a weird change, but it it's came back. You know, the wheat growth changed, and and now it's coming back. But there's a lot more cabbage than used to be there. But that doesn't matter. Then the weeds, wheat, them fish don't care. You know. So. And, and you know, you, even though we've been doing this a long time, we've adapted a lot to the changes. Mm-hmm. Even though people think, oh, the, the, the you know these guys probably don't. You know, they just do their same thing. But I mean. Mm-hmm. I look back at where I used to fish with my grandpa or where we used to fish. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I haven't been to those. You can't eat some of the areas you can't even get in. No. Milfoil, you know, the blind channel, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have uh-huh. made adaptations to the fishing. Oh, uh, definitely. The, the places that I used to, fi- I, I'll go up. If I would go up there for a week right now, I probably would never even go and hit the bogs, you know, no, the bogs. No. Uh, but remember, we'd get all excited when we were kids and we were going to make a trip there. Was it like a long boat ride or something? Well, for a 9-9 uh, yeah, steering 14-footer, it was, <laughs> by God. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like when, when I grew up in fishing Venus Bay with the mm-hmm. nine eight merc yeah and if we if we would round long point and go to camp chautauqua it was like 
you know, it's rugged right there. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was unreal. It felt like I was going from <laughs> Pittsburgh to uh, San Fran. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we uh, take the trip up to the bogs. The bogs are these big bloating uh they're bogs, you know. Yeah. It's got a stump like a reed, bumping. right, Todd? Like a reed growing off uh, yeah. up in the air, yeah. and, and the bottom's floating on the water, but it's hard as a rock, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they say, Todd, bog muskies, they're real dark color. Remember that? Yeah. They, they yeah. lay under them bogs. They lay under there. Yeah. It's all green. And, and the old timers would tell me, oh, that, that nobody can get at them, and then every once in a while they come right out to that edge of that ball edge of the bog, yeah. the biggest one i ever caught was 28 inches against one of them balls <laughs> a true just giant. like that third 30 that's the honest to cause truth it wasn't yeah. there no there was like four feet of water there that was it <laughs> yep. like i wouldn't go i wouldn't i'll probably never go back there but i no. used to, i used to dream about it Yep. Yeah. Dream oh. about it at night going to the bogs. Yeah, and know? they went for miles. Remember those bogs? Oh, yeah, miles. they went the whole way. <laughs> and, uh, but boy, there wasn't much water there. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I feel like that's that's past us. Yeah. You know, I feel like we're never mm. going to turn into the old timers that were the true old timers with these mm. fish tails, like big musky under the dock. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's gone where, you know, these people are talking about how it went to 30 feet and stuff like that. There's just too much uh, oh, information that's known, yeah. you know. Yeah. So like when, when anybody we turn... gets into it now, you buy a you buy a, a depth finder, you buy a chip, you're ready to go. You're ready you're to right. go or a yep. live scope or whatever. How many, how many years, Dale, did, you know, we were over there playing around in, in Buckhorn Lake. Mm-hmm. What you called the Musky Highway? Musky Highway, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're playing around over there and we're catching those fish, and so many people would come up and like, "I don't know how you're fishing over there. I don't know how you're trolling through there." You know, yeah, huh? I'm looking at the tree. Yep, tree. The island. And I go to that tree and I look over to the island, and then I know mm-hmm. I got to make my ninety, and you can make a really nice L, and you can do it all day. But you you're send somebody right. over there and tell them they don't know the truth you're talking about. <laughs> no. They don't know what you're talking about. And that mm. that that was that was the way we did it for a long time. And now well, that's that's what I'm explaining. Chip, but it's like, on there. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm trying to explain. Right. Like, yeah. The old the old timers that you guys grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's gone. You know that that special mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. the old photo where everybody's in a freaking, you know, checkered jacket and holding mm-hmm. up. That's, that's not, it's not going to happen for the generation probably mm-hmm. like before us. No, you're right. It's gone. And-, and that's what, that's what sucks. And that's why I like keep a hold of some of, uh, you know, like I have like memoirs of some of these things and mm-hmm. try to make them like that. But it's not going to be, it's not going to be that way. Yeah. For when we when we pass pass on no, it, next generation, but I hope that there's enough historian people, you know, people that will write books and and listen to the stories, and you know, hopefully these stories will will not fade away totally, you know. Uh, hmm. I wouldn't want to play it any different, you know. Mm-hmm. Like what what Todd and I grew up with, we were so blessed to have guys just doing it for a good time but loving muskies you know i mean we can talk oh they killed them yeah but 
they just killed what they could eat. They didn't kill, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like a slaughterhouse, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that was the times. I mean, a lot of these people just come out of a depression not that far before that. And you, yeah. you, you caught or shot a deer, you ate it. You killed, caught a fish, you ate it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah Joey did. But the, the stories that I have, like, just it means so much to me and, and and a lot of them are our stories like we were involved it ain't like yes you know grandpap told me this i lived it you know uh i remember one of the first times vance we went up there dad didn't have a boat and he borrowed a motor off pete white nine five motor mm-hmm. and we went and rented a cedar strip what were those called Todd, uh, yeah those uh, peter peter yeah cedar strip boat and this thing should have been redone about 30 years before that it leaked like you ain't never seen before in your life and i'm this fat kitten standing in the front throwing lures all day and my feet were soaking wet every day every day and the floor would move when i moved oh my like, oh i swear to god but i would trade them stories that was no. the, that was uh, that year i fished for two weeks and never caught a muskie two flipping weeks and uh throwing them little vamps and palamines and stuff like that but i wouldn't trade that for the world that that was such a learning experience and you know that it's just awesome you know and the old timers that we met taught like the people you met through your grandpa good god you know and uh, yeah it's a shame that you can't tap back into that outside of relational memory yeah, but it, uh, it's good. Like I, you know, we've got. Luckily, there's still some young people, and you guys have a lot of, lot of interaction with with young people. We, you got to tell these stories, and you got to not trying to say that. It, oh my God, we really had to work our ass off to catch a fish. No, just tell them how much it's changed and how much yeah. better it is now. But don't forget how bad it was. Oh yeah, you know. A lot more satisfying back then. You know what I mean? Like, oh God, yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> gone. If somebody would bring, if somebody bring a muskie in, and you know, I mean, you talk about, yep. oh, you, them guys were killing them, but it, people would come from all over to see it. Remember these? Yeah, they used to put them in the burlap bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then burlap sack, wet it down, wrap the fish up, and bring it in. And then they had a those boards on the wall in there and they'd write your name and how big the fish was. Yeah. And they painted it on there. I mean, that's, this is how far back we're going, right? Yeah. It's just, it's not far though. You know, now it's like, you know, six fish a day and yeah. I mean, And I don't even remember it. it They said they (laughs) caught a six hit a six fish day. They, They probably got killed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nobody would ever believe it. Why? These, well, I mean, I say it all the time, and people probably get sick of hearing it, but these are the good old days of muskie fishing. Right? Yeah. I mean, there ain't no doubt about it. <laughs> they are, but the nostalgia thing about it, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like people will miss out on that. Mm-hmm. I got to hit the tail end of it. You guys right. lived it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't see the nostalgia adding up with what we are producing right now. Mm-mm. No, no you know, it's just, it's just not there. It's like what got me into this fishing stuff. Like the daydreaming of Canada was the stories from my uncles. And to mm-hmm. be quite honest with you, 
absolutely horrible fishermen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but they still had some stories. I mean, yeah. They had their stories mm-hmm. and uh that's like something that I can, you know, wish that I, I was back in, in and I could experience that. And mm-hmm. uh but like now let's say, you know, I pass on to grandkids, what am I gonna do? Hand over a dig- digitized photo like of yeah. me and and like <laughs> Yep. Right. I got you. I know exactly. <laughs> you know what, what I'm saying? So yeah. That's like, I, I feel like people are missing out on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like the past brings up things of, of how long, how, uh, how the musky fishing community has grown. And, um, uh, with yeah, and the, I think, Vance, you, 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 you can relate to this. I get, we get charters all the time with people that, are still in that old like the the one guys with me this year you know he was talking about he used to go to rice lake ontario when he was a kid and he caught a muskie now this guy is a doctor he's like 70 years old now and but this happened so this happened 50 years ago and like when he caught this muskie he took it in they got it mounted and they gave him like this uh this this uh plaque like you have conquered the elusive muscalunge and you know he he could he read it off to me it's uh, a 32 inch musky no mounted and he still has it mounted and he still talks about it and this guy yeah. is a, you know multi air oh doctor but that you know that's going back and you can still tap into that at this point you yeah, can't. i don't know if we're going to be able to do that in 20 years because anybody's going to be like oh yeah we're, what kind of electronics you're running what kind of this yeah i get these questions now you got side imaging. You got the pan optics. No, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be running into things if I had all that. I would, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, change is always going to happen. I understand that. And I'm not someone that's really good with change, but because uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just keep doing what I'm doing, and, mm-hmm. and I have faith in it. And as long as it keeps producing, I'm going to keep doing. It. Yeah. Yeah. But Vancer, there's there's still I mean, I'm getting old, but uh I tell the stories the the stories are out there. There's still grandpaps and stuff out there that can tell their, their grandkids mm-hmm. these stories. But I understand what you're saying. After a certain period of time, uh there, there's not gonna be anybody to tell yeah. those stories. You know, and that is kind of sad. That kind of story where it's mm-hmm. It's yeah. a uh, it's a driven story, not such an instant success thing. Right, mm. right. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it, uh, you know, I think the way that the uh, the the culture in musky fishing is going is, I need instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, that's people, the way of life. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, I I need it right now. Like it it has to happen. Back mm-hmm. then, I mean, you were like completely un under prepared for muskies um and and it was still much of a hunt and that's where all these like nostalgic great stories come from musky under the dock musky under the the mangroves or whatever things that weren't actually even there right Um, (laughs) and uh that is just here's now it's just here's the picture of the fish Mm -hmm. okay Done. Move to the next one. How many, you only got one today? Yeah, you yeah. only got one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And how do you make that such a special story? I mean, there's a couple like, you know, and, and throughout the years of guiding, you know, Todd and myself can, you know, there's a couple fish that still tickle you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's still no way to express it. Or just the numbers, it's becoming numbers. It's like, yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. look at the, the biggest fish I've ever seen out of Chautauqua this year. Yep. Okay. Here, here's the picture of it. Mm-hmm. There's no me and my buddies went up to this place for a week and we finally got it done and it was completely mm. blind. It's just, that's not, it's not there. You know, right. the, there's nothing for me to grasp on to grasp on to. Um, and, mm. uh, like I said, when I was growing up, I like, I would sit there. Those, it's like an, yeah. An iPad, it's like an iPad to, yep like a toddler now or whatever, you know how kids yeah. are running around with iPads. So mm-hmm. parents get a break. They would hand me, um, a, a port, not a port. What, what are they? You, you have them, Dale, you have them in your shop of pictures, like a big binder. Oh yeah. 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 You, you hand me one of those when I'm, you know, young and I can concentrate on that stuff and just be like, wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. And, you know, I, I feel sometimes Vance come out and we'll open up a lot of them old books and look through them. And, you know, I can still remember, and I know Todd's that way, too. A lot of them stories, I can even remember exactly what it was caught on. And, you know well, what I mean? I can like, remember a lot of the old ones. I can't remember what's been happening in the last few years since I was no. guy, but I can That's what I mean. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah, what I mean. They, they run no, together. we're – I can't no, we're remember – I'm afraid to send a bait picture out or a fish photo out because someone's like, what'd you catch it on? I don't remember. Remember? <laughs> I because, don't remember. Because we're and doing it, it all the time, but I can remember those old ones. Yep. 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 And I mean, I, I get what you're saying, that, that it is sad, but it, it, it's just the way it's going. And, you know, I, I don't know. Really, you know, nobody wants to get back fishing for a week to catch a fish no let's say it's a bad thing well i mean but honest with you i think i think that i would be fine with that Mm -hmm. i'd go out to a body of water to do that but uh the people that don't get it aren't aren't gonna do that you know they're not going they're not gonna go out there and and, uh the masses are aren't going to do that because where it came now and how we're like ahead of the game and we are essentially over geared for muskies. We're going to catch them. Um, you just don't, it's not relatable. You need that instant. It's instant gratification. We're set up for that. Right. Nowadays. That's where, that's where it went. Not saying that it's bad or anything like that. It's just me. Me me personally, I love the nostalgia stuff. That's what Mm. drives me. I love that stuff. I yep. wish that there were like, you know, du- dudes used to get together and go fishing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell like yeah. that, like you, there is, there is an army of people that went up to those Kawartha lakes with you guys. Yep. Yep. Not, well, we'd have every cabin would be our crew yeah. and sometimes a place next door to right? Todd? Yeah. And I wouldn't take those days back from any fishing that I do now, even though I catch way more fish now. Mm-hmm. Did back then i i you know I, I i look back on that now as those were the 
those were the best days. You know, yep. those were, we had so much fun. We did stuff, you know. And then I thought too, you know, like but, the cast, the cast of characters that that were involved, yeah. you know, yep. and, and yep. a lot of them are gone now, and that's yep. that's yep. sad too, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like you were saying, Todd, about when people would come in in the evening, and even after we went to all release and everything, you'd still you couldn't wait to hear the story because we didn't have yeah. radios, we didn't, you oh. know. You know, I remember and, running. I, if if we came in before the clerks came in, mm-hmm. I would run to the dock, like yeah. run out of the cabin, run down. What happened? Did you yeah. did you catch did you catch what, any? Did you see what? Yeah, did, you what see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I miss that. I mean, like that's probably one of the biggest downers right now. Is like Vance is saying, you know, we don't all get together and go have a trip every year mm-hmm. you know I, I, christ i i would think oh that only thing get me through winter was knowing that in june i was going to canada and yep september i was going to canada and you guys were right everybody was going to be there you know uh but those were the those are things that kept me involved in it you know yeah. thank god but you know and like i said the, the good people that you meet through it is, is amazing too you know yep and you and you can still do all that. It's just a, oh, it's know. just a different avenue. Totally mm-hmm. different. Yeah, it's a different totally. it's a different avenue, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's still nothing. And I would you know I'm whatever millennial, um, but there I have a great appreciation for that nostalgic shit. I will look at that stuff over any of the photos that are on my phone. A hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see that mm-hmm. than I would much rather go through Todd's old memoirs than hear about last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm you with know. you. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I can yeah. care. I can care. And, and I, we're different. You know, we do this for a living, whatever. Um, but I feel like that's fading out. The, uh, the fishing trips, uh, as such, I think it was much more popular back then that when you guys, uh, were living it, um, it still happens now, but I think it's just at a way sm- smaller, uh, margin and, um, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And that's, a, you know, that's what, just where all the cool stuff happened. That's where yeah, part of that fishing trip was working together and working with other boats and talking and uh, yep. now, you know, you just buy the chip. Someone can call you on the phone. Hey, where should I try text. this? Try this yeah. out. Text it to you. Give them some numbers. Give them some areas to fish, and they're on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're it on is it. I, have, I don't even know the guy, but they're on. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, I've had guys do that in Canada. <laughs> I'm going to this lake and tell them something. It's like, oh, we just caught all these fish up here. Oh, great! Mm-hmm. I wish I was there, but I'm not there. But you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, well, I just want to uh, transition into the baits real quick, the Wileys. Um, mm-hmm. And they're uh, by far um, my favorite baits outside of, of course, Fat AZ. Right. Um, <laughs> they're, okay. I always I always have an out, uh, out you know, a standing order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> because I'm afraid you're going to retire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So anybody that's listening, 
people that put in like big orders, you should say thank you because <laughs> that keeps still going. Um, but the ones that I just received, mm-hmm. they're all blems. Um, and I am expecting this next order to be free. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think we better draw a line here. <laughs> They're all junk, and I'm not giving them back. They didn't catch anything. They're sitting here. They haven't caught anything. I mean, they, they're you, not working. Did you get all those hooks teed yet? <laughs> no, not yet. It's going to be a while. <laughs> not yet. See, we need to verge uh, Wiley Lures and Fat AZ. I'm telling you, that would be the perfect operation. So you it want to take be. on painting all the baits? Excellent. <laughs> no, you're as good a painter as I am. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's, already, <laughs> he's already pushed that on me. <laughs> and it's it's Todd. funny. He, and, Todd, and Todd, too. But How, how many know, baits have, have you painted this this winter, this season, Vance? Andy, I've been trying to make a whole paint studio <laughs> in my backyard. Okay. So, so before you say it. that you're a painter, you don't even have a place to paint yet. So I'm building this brick by brick. It's Is it brick by brick, or did they bring it in on a trailer and set it in, on a foundation? They brought that in, but to get everything else set up, I mean, it's oh brick by God. brick, okay? <laughs> Getting a little touchy, ain't he, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting, I'm going to be starting this painting stuff for our one, for our swim bait. I'm okay. essentially going to handle this entire thing. Right. And the, the, our swim bait line. And uh, I'm nervous about it. Very nervous about it. I got palms are sweaty. The the jitters about it. I think that's normal. And I mean, I'm sure I'll pick it up, but this is a big step for me. And um, you know, I just feel I I feel pressure uh, from it, and uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, But you know, you look at all this other stuff, and it's it's going to be hard to, for me to, this is not going to come easy. That's it, it's going to be a hard, it's going to be, a, it's a big challenge for me. Big challenge. I, I guess since, since we're coming clean on all this honesty stuff, um, mm-hmm. it's going to suck because that paint sucks. Just, just so you're aware painting rubber sucks, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I started too. So if I could make it, you can make it. Well, thank you, Vance. At least you got somebody that can show you how how he does it. You know, uh, he's a freaking drill sergeant, though. He's like, <laughs> oh, that's, like, that's the way he should be. <laughs> he, said, he would not. He would not. He would be fired right now if he was a coach. The things he says. <laughs> the things I say, as if like how I say things, is that I phrase it in a question. Like, do you think this is the best way? And then. Yeah. Sweat starts beading on his forehead. <laughs> he says, "Like, uh, I mean, it is a harassment at points." <laughs> what, what's, what's bad is I've heard him say that to me. You think like, this is the best way? <laughs> do, you, do you do you think this is uh you know this this holds up to the AZ, AZ standard? Is this mm. really something that you want to sell? <laughs> Would you really want to show this to anyone? Are you yeah. going to put your initials on this, son? <laughs> you think anybody will buy that? <laughs> uh, yeah, Did you Andy, give it your all? Have to have standards. 
Oh my god. I, I have bruises to show. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting up a little paint studio. I'm going to do it, and uh, okay. it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I'm going to try to keep it clean, like you the L shop. Save a half yeah. hour to like clean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and like like Andy's uh, paint, and try to make it efficient. And um, this is a this is a big challenge for me. I am not good with this stuff. Uh, yeah, but, but you never know until you. you you have a love for it so you can see the thing is you have to see it before you, as you're painting it you, you have to see it done in your mind sure you know what i'm getting at but then like when you walk in to somewhere where like andy and he's painting and it's just like real simple and then you go into your shop and you're like yeah i do this all by hand and i just stand mm-hmm. here and yeah and, and yeah, i'm just like yeah, what the f- yeah, but you gotta remember you gotta remember dale has done that yeah for 45 years. <laughs> he's done bars. And Andy's done it a bunch of times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you'll be fine. Don't don't worry about it. Like, you got to remember, I can't draw a straight line with a pencil. So I was just going to say that, Dale. You yeah. already said, I have no, you have no artistic. None. No. Like, in your, yeah. None. Which is no, crazy. People wouldn't think that when they looked at your face. It's like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, that guy can probably draw <laughs> on a limb on a yeah. box rack, you know? <laughs> That'd be a mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And I don't know why. I mean, uh, it just seems like, like I said, in my mind, I see it. You know, like even if it's a new color that, that I thought up, I, I already see it done so I can paint it. You know, mm-hmm. but if, if uh, you know, if, if I had to draw it, I'd be done. You know, I couldn't <laughs> do it. You know? yeah. I just see, like, sweat equity uh, with, with, like, the last part of the lore, which is mm-hmm. the painting and stuff like that. I just feel like the sweat equity's out the door uh, and just dollar signs out the door if I screw it up. And that's yeah, just something that happen. I have to get over mentally. Yeah, oh, it can thing. happen. You can drop a bait. I'm no jail. Yep. Drop the bait. I know I was putting baits together today, and let me tell you, Andy, uh, one of the black ones has a big scratch on it because I dropped it. So guide put bait. That, put that in your Man, tackle the first box. day you're, you're doing this. <laughs> guide bait. Yeah. See, there it is. The first yeah. day you're doing this. Yeah. And I, <laughs> you I son of a bitch. And I already, I already <laughs> asked him. I said, are these all spoken for, or <laughs> do I have a little, little, little room to screw up? Yeah. I'll stop the floor, and there's a big scratch on the black one. Black uh, pain in the ass. Just, yeah. Shows everything, doesn't it? Everything. Yeah. everything. If it was a scratch on a crappie, it wouldn't matter. Mm. The, the black one, you can't help but see it. It's probably That's one right. that had perfect epoxy on it, too. Bounced off the floor. It's like, oh, no. And I picked it up. Uh, <laughs> you just put that right in your tackle box, bud. Yeah. That's where that Absolutely. Goes. And then I'm going to be like, how come I'm short like 70 baits? That's what I do. That's what I said. Are these all spoken for? Because they're like, give the exact number. And I mess one up. I can't just hide it. <laughs> Yeah. You, you, that's you, what I'm nervous about. Like we're not seeing the uh, the return. Why did we? 
lose money on this swimmer. How come there's eight swimmers? Like, yeah. Uh, You've yeah. been working for four weeks, Vance. Why is there nine baits out of this, this <laughs> northern facility? Uh, but see, the great thing is like with... you filled that 15 bait order? Yeah. <laughs> it's going it. to be in the fall, okay? <laughs> Vance just keeps, he just keeps buying new tackle boxes. I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> at least with the hard baits like if, if it just turns into a total cluster i can just prime mm. over it and be like okay time to redo it yeah. whereas vance yeah. there is no priming over it it's this mm. is your like there's no net you're just gonna walk the tightrope with paint <laughs> yes. that is yeah. horrible mm. it will dry it before it gets face. there and it squirts out like spider webs oh god it's i mean i am good. i am screwed <laughs> <laughs> I am screwed. You know, dude, really uh, good fish on you know, Dale. Uh, Dale, even Dale's been doing it all these years, and so many. I mean, how many times have I gone over? Like, hey, you need a six-inch straight musky king junior. Uh, you know, maybe the screw was up through the top. <laughs> it might have not been you. It might have been me. Uh, or a little mark on the belly where the damn yeah, uh, this one hit the floor and you know I was like yeah I, I can use that bait you know I've caught lots of fish on this bait it happens You're damn right yeah it happens to the, it happens to everybody there's no doubt if you think it's perfect yeah I, I still I mean every <laughs> day I'm thinking there's that there's that chance that something ain't going to go right <laughs> I, right to the end and ah shoot I sneeze yeah I I looked at uh I looked at stencils for about an hour today oh. of straight lines essentially that was it hmm. I didn't I've purchase them yeah I never. I, other than that, That's, I've never used anything. Something and, uh, I like I like how these guys are doing all these gills and everything and fins and everything, but I just it's just not me. It I just, adds I'm, a lot of time. I'm talking. Oh, I'm talking straight lines. Nothing <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I'm talking straight lines. I'm trying to figure out how to make a fire tiger Z out of the letter Z. Ah. I'm like, how can I do? You know, how can I do this <laughs> to make didn't it look guys, nice? Hey, hey, Dale, didn't you guys make a bait for a while? I mean, I think it was called like blood, blood perch or something. Yeah, blood like, perch, like a yeah. comb. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was back when uh, Bob Raza was was painting for me yeah. on the side, and he did that color for me, blood perch. Well, that, that was a wild looking color. Yeah, and and I tried do that and i can't i don't know how i got my on there i have no idea I get, explain I, the color uh, i have some my dad caught a, one of his uh, i don't think he caught a fifth yeah, get andy one. to paint that because dale's not going to mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the comb yeah like a dog like comb, comb or something wasn't it yeah, yeah it was yep. metal dog comb and uh you had to hold it on the, the side and spray spray through that and I think he even did like a pike scale that way. Yep. Yeah. He painted a lot of lures for me. I mean, there was times where you know, he was probably painting a couple hundred a week, and I was painting a couple hundred a week or better. You know, and uh, but uh, you know, bless his soul, he's gone now. And, 
Yeah. Uh, we're down to just me painting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm slow. That's one thing I said. It's the older I get, the slower I paint. Yeah. It... Got to make a match up. Got to make the yeah. bars match. Yeah, I know. No, no. Yeah. Favorite Wiley color, Andy, go. Let's see. Okay, so I I like the brown perch, but it has the gold scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, gold scale, yeah. Because that's the opposite you. of the dog the bone. The, yes, I was going to say the opposite of dog bone. Todd, Goldie. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> it got me on that one. <laughs> Goldie, yep. As, Damn it. as far as far as my theory is, as far as I just like how they look, is a natural perch. I just just oh, love yeah. the looks of that. You know, like the Michigan and, perch. Yeah, Michigan you, perch. Michigan. Perch. And actually, when you paint that, it looks terrible until it's damn near done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like uh, when then when this when the clear hits those different colors, underlayment colors, it comes alive. So I've always really liked it, just the looks of it. You know, mm-hmm. what about you, Vance? I mean, it's the same thing as Todd. We usually answer this the same, same way, way, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add different layers to my answer. So, uh, uh, of baits that I will run, I like the perch. I like the gold scale uh, brown perch, just mm-hmm. for for like more of an abstract, not like really a real fish look. Mm-hmm. I like the mud puppy because it's better than mine. Well, I stole that off <laughs> you, you know. You, you didn't, you're not stealing it when I hand you the bait and say, paint this. Paint so. this, that's right. Okay, <laughs> okay, so we're going overboard. Like, my favorite color might be, <laughs> I like goldie, but, uh, mm. man, I really like $9 bass, too. That was my last oh, one, okay. was the one that I could just well, look at. And the trout, rainbow uh, trout. The rainbow trout, I love that. Oh, man. Rainbow trout, would you? No longer available, rainbow trout. No longer available. I don't have any rainbow trouts. I have one of every size. (laughs) Oh, I think I need one in every size. (laughs) Times two. Hey, uh, another one that I really like is that sunfish with the iridescent green head. Oh, yeah. Green on the tail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, like and, and you know, so we're going to get into this now. So let's talk about pike, pike scale. Oh yeah, you know, pike, pike scale. scale yeah. How many fish have been coolers have I caught on that thing? Oh and, my uh, god! <laughs> it probably looks like not a pike scale right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like wood like grade now. <laughs> yeah, like eight of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So we're diving hey, deeper into. I'm experimenting with a new Goldie. Oh. I don't know whether it'll take off or not, but instead of a black line, it's got a red line. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Blood line. Yep. And an orange belly. Mm-hmm. Looks very impressive hanging on the wall. I, I don't know if the fish are going to like it, but I call it red line. There you go. There you go. And, uh, and it take looks one, one of each color. Well, see, the way but you I, do, you got to order three of each. Yeah. So you have a backup to your original, and then you have to have one that never gets run. Dude, but, that's what I do. And yeah, it like is what he does. Trust me, it is what he does. But I don't know whether to put a yellow belly on it. Like, you know, I can do it anyway. But I just thought maybe with that red line and the orange belly would be 
better, but I don't know. You know, be great. What if you did cream on it? I could do. I could do anything. You know, <laughs> like if we were having a show this year, I'd pump out a bunch of them just to see what looked the best. You know, like but, this uh, this black perch I got with the cream belly on it. It looks badass. nice. Honestly. Yeah, yeah I, it looks very you. fishy. Do you like how I've been raising them sides so that the bars come down on the belly? I like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, I yeah, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I more contrast. That. You know, and these but, in these be, in these. And I can see, and this also like uh, scares you shit out of me. These lines, now that they're on the belly, you can see how they line up perfectly <laughs> with the other one. Uh, you get you get your tape measure out. I bet they ain't perfect. <laughs> I mean, they're they they, they they're pass perfect. the eye test. That's they pass just, the eye test. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's screwed up. Vance, you're really hard on yourself. Don't judge what you do. I'm going to look at him close enough for you. So, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, thank you. All you got to do is get him past Andy. Yeah, that's going to get me. I mean, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be ready to go. Hit the ground and skyrocket. I I won't. I I mean, at any given point, like I will not set the. the paint booth on fire and claiming insurance no. after well, after a discussion with Andy. <laughs> Here's the good thing, Vance. Once you master painting this rubber stuff, when you start painting the wily lures, it'll be easy. Right, oh, Andy? Oh my gosh, out. those those hard baits get are so much easier. They it'll are, be a lot easier. The the hard baits are easier. I mean, because I, the paint. The paint just works yeah. like paint should. I mean, I'm screwed. I can't believe this. <laughs> You'll be fine. My <laughs> God, man. <laughs> you can't melt it back down once you have a bunch of shit paint on it. That's a problem. No, I mean, it's not that big a deal. You just cut the harness out. You go ahead and put it back in the mold, reheat all new material, dump it in there, uh, let it cool, go and test it, and then start over. Then we got into we, the rubber baits. I know. Piece we, of cake. That was this sounded like a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> and we, yeah, we break even. Yeah. For 2021. Oh, my God. Like, where were we bleeding? Well, how did this happen? I'm doing Where's the bucks? lowest hole in the bucket? And what we the just picked the bucket up. There's no bottom, and there's Vance's face looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. How did we bleed? <laughs> Did somebody not pay us? What is going on? <laughs> I go and pay Vance a visit, and like under the foundation of his house or the yeah. house of building, I just see little swimmer tails. He just keeps stumping them under there. It's the burial grounds. He's got the burial grounds under his house. It's like John Wayne Gacy. Oh my God! Yes, John Wayne Gacy, the clown. <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. If he starts wearing a wig, you guys steer clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. How did this conversation go so I long? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could go. It, it, we, we should do this more often. Yeah, know? we should. It is fun. <laughs> it's just. Oh, so, my God. Goldie my. for life. Goldie. Goldie for life. Nobody paints that color now, though, Claude. Oh, no. no. That yeah, nobody, like, I don't have 57 sitting on one of my racks right now. No. <laughs> the weird thing is, where that color came from was a, uh, a spin off of an old Crick Chub color. Yep. 
And uh, I can't remember what they did a little bit different on it. I don't know. I know it didn't have iridescent gold on it, but uh, yeah. it it was, you know, that's what I saw was a lot of my original colors came from, you know, because I love yeah. to collect an old lures and, and all them old colors, you know, so mm-hmm. Goldie was one of them. And uh, my God, it sure got a second wind. You know, I just I don't think... can't believe that it got its own name and everything. It did that. Yeah, I know. It tickles me every time I see it. Like, yeah. here's, here's, it, here's our It was from you dudes. Yeah, you know, that can't be forgotten. Story. I was trying yeah. to tell Dale, like, which one do you want, the gold China or the golden China mm. or the gold with the? I said, just call it Goldie. Goldie, yeah, Goldie, yeah. the gold with a black stripe. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's Goldie. Yeah, because everywhere we, it's so funny. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> what was weird about that was we were painting. I was painting a gold, a gold Shiner, which was the old Lawton color, the old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, brown with gold scale over it and a green yeah. bath. It almost looked palette. more like a walleye. Yeah. 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 And uh, yep. then we come up with this one, and I'm like, oh, that looks, I, I like gold shiner, and I'll just go with gold shiner with a black stripe. <laughs> well, then all of a sudden, everything was getting mixed up, and so yeah. I came up with Goldie, and I'm like, okay, that'll work. You know? <laughs> but in my that- mind, I, I'm still right down gold with a black stripe just because that's yeah. what I called it for so many years (laughs) quite the imagination on that name oh yeah i'm good with that like somebody said that uh some people nicknamed it the 57 chevy that black with the green dots on it oh yeah 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 they're like well what do you call that i'm like black with green dots dots. (laughs) why is it called 57 chevys that if you color the old days, the turquoise Chevy, holding 57 Chevy, there was, that was a beautiful color. That, that I, don't, I don't know that's close to turquoise. You know what I mean? But some it's of the old guys started calling it that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, uh, yeah, 57 Chevy, I remember people saying that. But my, I simplify things, Andy. Black with green dots. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like it. Goldie, though. Goldie came from this room yeah you know oh, yeah. that and that's uh that's something that, and, and i think our you know the mud puppies catching on oh, yeah. but it still doesn't carry weight like goldie no but that's a damn good color and mud, mud puppy is an easy thing and you know mm-hmm. you you see it you see it painted yeah. in other places and it's just yeah. like yeah cool yeah awesome yeah I like it. And I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. You know, if it's a good color, you're going to see it all over the place. And that's just the way it is. You know? It's yeah. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Andy, how did you come up with that color? My puppy? I just cleaned in the airbrush. Because <laughs> I, I, th- there was always a little spill. bit left in the brush and it was just like, well, I'm going to, I'll have a bait or two to the side and I'll just go ahead and. I'll do this, whatever. I got a little bit of gold left. The paint out, yeah. I remember when you. I remember when you sent it to me. I was like, yeah. And I talked to my wife. There, look at this. Yeah, call it mud puppy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like walk in from the back screen door. I said, check out this color. She goes, oh, mud puppy. Like, didn't even look at it. Just said it. No. <laughs> yeah. Why the hell did she come up? We should have her on for like five yeah, minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys want to hear yelling at me? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. But I want like after a, a, 
a nice uh, regular day when you forget to do a task. I want her on here. Just a... I forget to do a task. I no, I, I do all my tasks. They're just not up to up to the level that they need to be. I would love to. To have that and just why she said just, mud puppy. I, I'll turn the other mic on. You just hear me like exhaling and just unknowing that my hand is t- is just holding my forehead up. Like, you know, I, I will say this: like with Dale, gold with a black stripe. Yes, it looks like that. Mm. Mud puppy. Have you guys ever caught mud puppies? No, yeah, they don't look I like have. that. They don't look they, they're like they're a big puppy. salamander. <laughs> they're like a big salamander. And they, they don't have a white head on them either. They look nothing like But it's gold. Gold it's bars so and silver scales? I mean, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. natural. <laughs> they're like a Andy, big glob of poop is what they Andy, look like. Yeah, Andy, yeah. your original mud puppy didn't have a white head, though, did it? Only on the stinger, which... Just so happened, like the glide bait is the one I the one I gave to you, so you could see the yeah. bait working. Uh, gotcha. And then you carry it over, and I'm like, "Well, looks like I got up that my game. Nice. I'm yeah. gonna copy <laughs> Dale, copy and me." <laughs> no, I don't feel sweet. so bad. I don't it, feel it's so sweet bad. because you could see it coming in on yeah. a casting bait. That was oh god, cool. yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, I always liked that. Like Todd, remember the old frogs, the yellow-bellied frogs with the white face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Yep. The old green scale color with the white face, that was deadly. You know? Yeah. A lot of it, I think, because we were casting them and you could see them. You see them coming. Yeah. That's what I said to Andy when we started getting into it. I think that's really, I'd like having that white face or like having something that the guys can see or I can see when it's coming in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like the walleye tail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That white tail on the walleye. Mm -hmm. That's why we started wrapping it the whole way around. Yep. Smart. Yeah, yeah, it's you know little tricks of the trade, I guess. You know. Oh yeah. Perfect. Well, we've kept you, Dale, for almost two hours and ten minutes. Believe it or not. Oh, wow. it was a lot of fun. It, it goes, was a it hoot. Quick, yeah. Held you hostage. You guys got to come down sometime and we'll do one of these. And the, can we do one in the shop or not? Or oh my God, I'd love that. Look yeah. at old things, and okay, I want Vance to get into them old books, Todd, with you. Oh, yeah. Because you'll remember a lot of them people. Well, most, and of those, a lot of them. most of those pictures you have in those books, a lot of them remember when you used to have them hanging on. On the wall, yeah. They were yeah. on the wall. Like yeah, you the walked wall into his paint room, the whole wall was stapled. They were like stapled on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and we would, I would just sit there and look. It's like, oh, look at that one. Look at that one. I remember that. Yeah. 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 I'd wow. love to do that. That would be. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, when we should do it is like. Um, in preparation for the musky max, like when we can all be in the same area at once, mm-hmm. and yeah. we just we just hit up your we we just hit up the shop. You're right, uh, right. We could do that, and then just it's it's a busy time, but we could sit there and bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, that would be that would be incredible. Um, yeah. That one might go on for way too long, <laughs> and we'll probably be way too. Uh, we probably won't set up on time, but. No. Okay. We'll make a good show. You might have to bring sleeping bags in the sleeping shop. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'll sleep in that clean boat of yours, or used to be mm. yours. Yeah, the other, it's still here though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think I want to buy it back. <laughs> oh man! Hey, possession is nine tenths of the law. So, well, you're right. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, gentlemen, it's always great. 
getting you. I had a good a good time. That was fun. Thank you. Really so and we'll do it again. Excellent. All right, I'm wrapping this up. Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guide, St. Croix Rods, Vicks Marine, Ranger Boats. Um, with that, everyone, uh, big thanks to Dale, uh, Muskie Thrills, Jackson Lures, and O'Donnell's Sports Shop. What's that? Okay. Nothing. Oh, all right. And uh, with that, thanks for listening. <laughs>